Hello everyone and welcome to the Go Play That podcast. We are back again. Uh, myself, Rob Cook, here with Tom Wolford and Bob Morate. Evening. Hello. And that's, uh, that's a combo we got going between us, right? Yeah, this is the third week on the bounce that we are <laughs> all together. Tom, you've been playing a little something called Assault Android Cactus, right? I have. I have. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. And I didn't, didn't expect to like it as much as I do like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assault Android Cactus and me. Uh, well, this this story goes back like I would say, I'm going to say 18 months. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I bought a T-shirt when when this game was first coming out. I bought a T-shirt that was on Teespring through Twitter. You know, I saw these guys, the developers. They were advertising, "Hey, we've got a T-shirt." And you know how I am for, for gaming-related merchandise, which involves T-shirts. I think you're very much the same, Rob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought the T-shirt. It was only a tenner. It was like, good deal. Very nice quality T-shirt. Still have it to this day. Wear it weekly. And then I didn't realize that the game wasn't actually coming out for like another year. <laughs> <laughs> so I really liked the design. I got the T-shirt. And then, you know, I, I follow, kept following it on Twitter and everything. And then it was in early access, but I don't... I don't really play. I, I do sometimes buy games that are in early access, but I don't really play them. You know, I kind of like yeah. to support the development process, but in the same way, I don't want to see it till it's finished. Yeah, I understand. You want to, you don't want to have to put up with an unfinished thing. You want to see the real article once it's all done and dusted. Exactly. I'm the same yeah. with Long Dark as well. I've had the Long Dark in my library for for ages now, mm. and I haven't touched it, not even opened it, because I want it to be done. You know, but anyway, mm-hmm. so I, I got Assault Android Cactus, never played it. Then you know, it was in the running on PS4 for the game of the month. On oh, the, they had a vote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was up against Bro Force, Action Hank, and this one. And I was desperate for it to come out, and it didn't. Bro Force won it, which is a a bit of a shame because this game eclipses that game by miles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's basically bullet hell. It's a twin stick shooter. Um, you play the titular androids, uh, who are all kind of little robots with, with sort of girly anime type heads, uh, on, they've all got their own personalities and their, their own weapons. So basically you've got a, a primary fire and then like a secondary bigger gun, that takes a while to cool down after using it. Mm-hmm. And then basically it's that. It's just arena to arena, trying to get the best score, avoiding the bullets, shooting the the bad guys. Uh, you power up, you collect um, you collect orbs to power your guns up, so the longer you can stay alive, the, the more powerful you become. Uh, Power-ups are dropped by the enemies, but the kicker in this is that although you're a badass android, you have to keep filling your battery. Uh-huh. Or you die, okay. and it's game over. So if you if you are taking too long, like enemies, the only way to get the batteries is to kill enemies, basically that will randomly drop batteries. Uh, so so you you can lose either by getting killed or running out of juice. You can't really get killed. That's the thing. You can only run uh, out of juice. Like if you okay. if you your health is wiped out, 
you fall on the floor, you lose all your weapon power, and you have to hammer fire to get yourself back up, which costs you points. Mm-hmm. It disrupts your combo. And obviously, if you you know if you're in need of a charge, if you need to kill these enemies for the battery, you know getting knocked down can basically be as good as dead. Yeah, it's just time yeah. out of. It's just time combat. out of yeah, trying to rescue the situation. Oh, okay. Um, what's really amazing about this game, I think you have to really see it to appreciate it, is it's done by a team of three people. Okay. And it's, I mean, I'm on world five now, and I think there's like six, I've probably done like 30 levels over the weekend. Do you remember the name of the studio by any chance? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, of course. It's uh, Witchbeam. Okay. Witchbeam. <laughs> That's a quick turnaround on that. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to reach for Twitter, and then I remembered it, because it says it at the beginning in a really cool way. Huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's really a lot of fun, and I'm not the best person for playing bullet hell games. I mean, Rob, you were there at that gar when I started bleeding out of my face because of Jamestown. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We uh, we were playing, was it four of us or three of us? It I was think. four of us, I think. Four or maybe of us it was playing. three of us because it was later on in the night. Yeah. But Jamestown, so playing, yeah, Jamestown. Yeah, it's a bullet hell shmup. Uh, with four people and it can get pretty hectic to the, to the extent that uh, blood was yeah. pouring out of Tom's nose. It's <laughs> pretty intense. So that actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Get that a was a real thing that playing happened. Jamestown. Yeah, yeah. Wow, intense <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> it's quite the, the seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I bled playing this game. That's cool. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So this is the first. Um, this is the first bullet hell sort of uh, twin stick shooter that I've I've tried to play since then, uh, and it's it's kind of accessible. You you can make progress because uh, it doesn't make you pass a grade or anything to get to the next level. You just have to defeat all the enemies mm-hmm. to get to the next level. So I was pulling grades of B and C, um, and then finally today, like I've improved enough that on the first three levels now I've got an S plus rank which obviously okay. is the top rank, but it's uh, it takes some doing. It's literally, like, for the first three levels, it's literally killing every enemy without going down and uh, keeping your combo flow, like, literally killing every enemy in the same combo, mm-hmm. which is pretty hardcore. But it's a lot of fun. And again, like I say, it's this very small team, uh, three people, I think, maybe four. Um mm. But they put a huge amount of work in. Like the one thing that really got my attention this this weekend was that given the sheer amount of stuff that's going on on screen, there's never any slowdown. Oh, cool! And after you know the stream we had where we were playing Pro Force, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I I actually finished the single player campaign on Pro Force. I got to the end, and it was just almost unplayable. Okay by the end whereas this you know I, I i'm i think i'm on the last boss now and i can't do it it's it's too difficult for me <laughs> at the moment but there can be literally a million bullets on screen at once and you know there's no slowdown whatsoever you say that it's difficult for you at the moment but is it because you can actually carry on some power-ups from one stage to another or because you need practice yeah no you don't have power-ups so it's just practice 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 until you master it 
Yeah, and it, it kind of depends on your Android as well, like your personal choice, because there are eight different Androids, and they all have their their unique primary and secondary weapons, which change your changes your fighting style. Okay. So, for example, I'm I'm a big fan of one called Starch, who has a it's just a single thin laser beam, but it can be like constant fire, like a laser beam. You don't have to like pew pew pew. You just hold down fire and then mm-hmm. sweep the screen with it. Um, and then the secondary attack is uh, rockets, which kind of home in on various different enemies. So it's kind of a good a good choice for me between sort of range and good firepower mixed with screen clearing rockets okay there's some other people like the the one that i got my first s plus with peanut um yeah uh she has a magma cannon which is pretty fun it just basically spews lava and some of it even lays on the floor so if enemies walk through it they they take damage um and the second one is like a, a a drill that throws you across the screen and just drills through whoever's in the you know in the mm-hmm. way but mm-hmm. it does mean that you have to find an android that suits your your fighting style and it also means that maybe some androids are better for certain levels than than others yeah i was just thinking that the moment you were saying it it probably that some androids are crafted better for s- certain situations exactly so this last boss i mean i've got the last boss to the final health bar because they're not just one health bar this is like you know, the last boss actually goes through, I think, like, iterations of all the bosses in the game thus far. Hmm. Um, so when you when you reduce their vitality down a bit, it changes and starts a different attack pattern. And I've got the boss down to the last health section. And I had about halfway to go. And I got taken out by a cheap shot. And I couldn't get back up in time. My battery ran out. Oh, <laughs> but that but was you, that was the culmination of about 30 or 40 minutes just retrying the same boss it sounds like you almost have it man yeah hopefully i mean nowhere near an s rating i mean there there is a trophy available on the on you know the ps4 for for completing every level with an s plus and that is just a level of insanity that i'm never going to actually reach i think <laughs> is is this is there a focus on single player or any multiplayer Modes. There, uh, there is a co-op. I'm. I believe it's just local co-op. Okay. Um. But yeah, you can definitely drop in as far as because it keeps flashing up like press X to drop in. Right. So I guess you can play it. I haven't investigated really. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I guess it would be kind of even more chaotic with two. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder how they balance it. But it seems like there's a lot of content as a single player that it's there's a lot of focus on that yeah i mean it is it is you know first and foremost a single player game um right. it's it's got like i say probably i think it's around 30 levels 30 yeah 30 35 levels in single player but then you have the infinite drive which is just basically uh waves it's horde mode mm-hmm. uh-huh. um i i managed to get to level 21 today that was like 21 straight waves of bullet hell that's pretty crazy. Um, and then there's a daily drive as well, which, you know, uh, challenges you to just create the best score you can on that day. 
right. and again, it's really quick to load up. It's really quick to get into. So, you know, you can always, if you've got 10 minutes, you're like, right, well, I'll throw a level of Assault Android Cactus on. Yeah, I keep cycling what that game is for me. I don't have one currently, but that was Devil Daggers for a while. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's kind of, you know, that Devil Daggers itch that it's scratching, but at the same right. time, it's not as hardcore. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, you will, you will definitely, you know, Unless you're really terrible at video games, you will probably survive the first 10 rounds without really too much trouble. Sure. Uh, maybe the bosses will cause you some problems. Um, oh, there is a boss rush mode as well. Okay. Okay, so just in sequence. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. How many so different bosses that, are there? Uh, there's five. There's one for every world. Okay. And then there's sort of a mini boss before you hit the final boss. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, the cool thing is that the the feed the feedback of the game is just like once you do get better at it, and once you start, uh, you know, being alive long enough to really use your powered up guns, it feels cool. You feel powerful. Yeah, it, it, if you're out of the rhythm, if you keep getting nailed, like it can be a bit frustrating because you're constantly like having to hit fire to get yourself back up, which is wasting valuable seconds, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's very quick to restart a level. It's just two button presses if you want to go again, um, or you can you can instantly flip out and change to a different Android and restart the level. It's very quick okay. to do that. But it it you know once you get that rhythm going, it just feels cool. Like one of the S pluses I did today with Cactus, who's the the sort of the first one you get, where you get four at the beginning. Um, she's just got like an assault rifle. It's just a bullet, 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 bullet like that in a stream. Uh, by the end, I had like uh, twin auxiliary cannons that were helping me fire, yeah. plus a fully powered up gun, which basically in- increased the width of my bullets by, I don't know, maybe 500%. <laughs> throwing bowling balls. Basically, basically <laughs> that. And the cool thing about the level that I got the S plus on is like, the lights are on, and then every so often, the lights go off. So you could just see my bullets, like traces, you know, hmm. flying across the level. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, definitely nice. I've played it on both PS4 and PC, because I have it on both. Oh, okay. Uh, my mouse game is not that strong. <laughs> uh, but I was, you know, I was pulling C and B rankings on the early levels on PC with mouse and keyboard. Okay. Uh, on those same levels with the pad, though, I'm pulling off, like, S+. plus. So... <laughs> But that is after like five hours of practice as well. Does the PC version also support controller? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was playing right. it at work, so I don't have a controller there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would imagine that, yes, it supports controller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen you streaming a bit of Hitman this last week. Yes. <laughs> still haven't still haven't finished the first level. <laughs> it's a complicated one. I mean, I've been following your stream too, and it's a complicated level. So I don't really blame you for not finishing it. Is it's this the massive? Paris? This is this is the Paris one, right? Yeah, this is Paris. You've played it, right? Yeah, yeah. So you finished it? Yeah. I um. Sh- shall we shall we swap tactics? Shall we? Share? Well, you can do because basically what I've done is I've just walked around the entire level, found as many tactics as I can, and then can't mm. seem to piece a way together. <laughs> to put the killing shot in, you know? Right, yeah. So at well, the moment, I am dressed as the Sheik. Okay, okay. I managed to get into his office, which was, I, I think, I think Bob, you were watching. I went to do a very 
complicated, long-winded way of getting that outfit. <laughs> yeah, the the massive shimmy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically... <laughs> 20 minutes shimming around the building. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know there's the cicada guards, the, 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 the top-level guards in the black suits. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you need, or I thought, or I figured you needed one of their costumes to get into the sheik's room. Right. Because he's being guarded by one of them. And I had a I had a waiter's outfit and I had a security guard's outfit and neither one I was allowed through. So I managed to get the sick of the guard. I knocked him out, put him in a cupboard, everything like that. And then that was on the, to- on the third floor. And to come back to the second floor, there's only two uh, staircases, both of which have guards at the bottom. Right. You know where you get frisked if you're trying to go up to the Oh, medium. right. Yeah, yeah, of course. And if you're dressed as a guard, one guard on each staircase will be suspicious. Because they know who who else are employees for that kind of... I guess so. I guess so. But, but they, you walk past many other guards. It's just the... the it's, it, I think it's designed to make you not go down those stairs. Okay. okay. If you are disguised as that guy, you know. Sure. Yeah. So I, I found a drain pipe. I jumped over a balcony, found a drain pipe, shimmied down to the second floor. The problem is to go in through the window that's there will bring you right at the bottom of those stairs where the suspicious guard is. So I shimmied the entire length of the building <laughs> hand over hand across this balconies until I found an open balcony that didn't have a guard near it that I could hop in, went downstairs, got into the room, Finally, you know, it did, after all of that, it did let me in, but it was about 20 minutes of titting about, <laughs> got into the room, knocked the sheik out, got his clothes, and then I realized on the other side of the building, there's another drain pipe I could have just gone up straight into his room. Oh, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd actually been there, I'd seen him standing on his balcony earlier on, but I didn't quite connect the dots yeah yeah <laughs> it, it's it happens man I, I like that you've got this crazy story of agent 47 shimmying forever like. it's just like the worst <laughs> assassin ever i'm just shimmying around like a noob <laughs> <laughs> um what i managed to do is uh i found the the catwalk dude the, the sort of famous guy that looks the same as agent 47 okay he was out by the helicopters doing a sort of off-the-cuff photo shoot. So I followed him, knocked him out. I, th- I might have thrown him in the river just to make sure no one found him. <laughs> um, took his took his um, clothes, but you don't get the makeup with that. So you go back through into the uh, makeup area and yeah. everyone's pissed. Like, fuck's sake, what? I just did your makeup like five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> so they do you back up and then... Um, you're allowed to go and meet with the female target once you've walked down the catwalk. So you actually go and walk down the catwalk um, disguised as this um, model. Right. Uh, And then you go up and she's like talking about a secret assassination or something. So it turns out that this model is also an assassin, but for a different company. Sure. Um, And you can, you can like, I just punch her in the face broke her neck, put her in her own cupboard and then walked out calm as you like. Um, couldn't, I, I still can't, so I, I can save cause you can save at any point. Yeah. Uh, 
you know you can save right? I, I do Tom? know in this one this is the only thing that stopped me smashing my tv with the controller <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i usually save when i'm about to do something good or have just finished doing something good so now whenever i'm playing hitman i take up the save from after killing the female target because i just can't find a clean way of of finishing the level with the other target i usually drop a chandelier on him <laughs> although my first attempt i dropped the wrong chandelier um and then just shot him because right. like, okay well i'm here now <laughs> he's here <laughs> um, i think there is a way to poison his sushi okay yeah if you go there early on he gets really bitchy with the chefs and i thought yes. it was really clever because i found the poison right. poison the sushi and then i think it was the wrong sushi because <laughs> there's like sushi in the kitchen and then sushi out on a on a display table yeah and i but i don't know if it's just like a red herring haha <laughs> excuse the pun um <laughs> or a fatty tuna yeah <laughs> i don't know if he actually eats the sushi do you know what i mean or just remarks upon it saying yeah. this, this sucks yeah it's like come on now where's my sushi well the um he's got a bodyguard following it at all times that's yep. the problem i'm having like trying to separate the two. Yeah, yeah, that's that was my big deal as well because I took out the because it did say as well if you take out the the head of the fashion show, right? He, uh, the target Novikov or whatever it's called will will take his place. Oh, okay. To give a speech or something, but I don't know how. Again, I I did take out the other guy. Yeah. But I haven't quite seen how that ties in i think that maybe i have to spend a lot more time kind of watching people sure you know yeah it's a lot about observation as we we talked about before you you can spend probably more time investigating your options uh than actually carrying them out that's what i've done i've done two and a half hours nearly three hours of streaming on one level and i haven't actually executed a target yet i found multiple ways that you're supposed to be able to do it Mm mm-hmm um like i'm like i say i'm dressed in the chic as the chic you go upstairs you go into the auction uh you can bid on a thing in which case you get a supposedly private uh meeting with mrs novikov but she just takes you into her office where there's a guard standing on an open balcony (laughs) and she's in there and she's just like oh i've got the list are you interested you're like yeah i'm interested and she's like right all right bye and walks out that's it Sure. There's not a clean way. So I've gone through this entire rigmarole to find this outfit to get a private meeting with her to find out it's not actually private. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I think you saw me, you and Maggie saw me get the vampire outfit. I was about to ask you that. Is that supposed to be the magician vampire outfit that you managed to get? Yeah, I guess so. So that's the Sheik outfit then. Oh, no, 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 no. The Sheik oh. is, a, is a Middle Eastern guy who's going to take oh, okay. part in the auction. <laughs> yeah, You're goddamn racist, Bob. <laughs> that is terribly racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm just ignorant, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, the, uh, have you found the magician outfit, Rob? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so if you get... I'm, I found it completely by accident just by exploring, but if you go right the way upstairs into the attics... Mm-hmm. of the building and you sneak past the guys there's a few guards up there that are all like suspicious all the time uh then you get into like a disused part of an annex uh oh yes okay yeah and you get like a top hat and tails with little red glasses <laughs> yeah. which is the supposed vampire outfit the problem is that if you're dressed as that 
you then have to sneak all the way back to the ground floor because everybody's suspicious of you because you look like a goddamn vampire. <laughs> it's the most conspicuous outfit ever. Yeah, it's the you most conspicuous. Cannot. Yeah, it's the most conspicuous and it's the most out of the way. Yeah. It's super easy to spot in, in a crowd. Sounds like a prime target for them to set up as the the uh, outfit that you need to to like do a bonus objective or trophies. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the they're adding options to allow you to set up your own assassination. So you have to use this kind of weapon in this situation, wearing this. Oh, yeah. really? And it, then you can change the target. You can change a lot of parameters. Yeah, on the contracts missions, right? Yeah, exactly. That that's not in the game right now, but with the next um, episode, which I guess comes out this month right in april uh, or some yeah point. i think it's sort of the last week of april okay yeah basically bob this is something that they did with the last game absolution where you could change the parameters of the level um and then challenge your friends to complete those under those parameters oh wow so that sounds like a good one <laughs> is it is it like mario maker where you're supposed to challenge someone but first you have to beat it yourself to know that it's not impossible yeah i imagine you have to uh, complete it yourself before you can set the goal because it might be it might not be possible to get like a silent assassin ranking with that disguise for example yeah I see okay but no I haven't spent any time with it because um, they haven't actually added it yet the tutorial's in there oh okay okay yeah you can set up the tutorial for that well it sounds like you spent more time with the game than I have by this point um like I say I I maybe have but I've probably accomplished less <laughs> <laughs> I think you being like an expert in Hitman, you would have probably seen a lot more things straight away mm. than I than I haven't. So my first, I mean, y you know how big the level is. We're talking what three times the size of Blood Money at least. Yeah, of a, of a normal Blood Money level. I mean, what was the sure. biggest Blood Money level for me? The one that I remember was maybe the clinic? Mardi Gras, maybe. Or Mardi Gras, yeah. Oh, gonna... the clinic. God, I have such good memories of of that game. I don't know if you feel the same about some of those levels but yeah the the rehab clinic is is a cool level the rehab clinic was good because by that time i knew i could save so uh, <laughs> the mardi gras one not so much right yeah <laughs> as i was trying to do the entire mardi gras level without saving jesus yeah well it, i guess it's uh made you a better player <laughs> maybe so but uh yeah the, this is the one thing that hit me when i was coming in uh, to this new Hitman game was literally this is huge you know I came in through the parking lot jobs are good and everything's mm. fine then I was in the, the makeup section and then I took a left and then I ended up downstairs in the kitchens and then I was in a wine cellar then I was back outside then I was around the other side then I was in a party <laughs> you know then I was in the attics then I was in a secret black market information auction I'm like what is going on <laughs> Yeah, and then there's like a bar on the terrace and the gardens with a helicopter. Yep. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I'm looking forward to more of that game. I'm I'm looking forward to actually being able to do it. Sure. I think in a level this size, like once you've got it worked out, it must just be beautiful to walk in, execute the plan and walk out again. Yeah, that's the end goal. That's that's why, that's, that's what's uh, supposed to drive you to get there. The only problem is, I think, in making it so big, it could be very disconcerting to people. 
who yeah. aren't that good at Hitman. Like, it certainly is to me a bit. Like, I've been having a lot of fun wandering around. Yeah, just take it. Just protect, Just go to the party and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. They do actually give you little hints, though, in the in the way of the, the intel and yeah. the challenges. Well, they, they sometimes have, like, oh, there's an opportunity coming up. Go and eavesdrop on this conversation. Yeah. But even then, like once you, if you do something or you see something, then you get the, for future playthroughs, you get the Intel tabs, right? Yeah. So you know that you could, and because of the challenges, because it challenges you to kill them in different ways, you kind of see how you could kill them. Right. Yeah. You know, like I know, I know that you can poison the male target at a bar because there's a challenge Yeah. to do that, Mm. you know? There's the chandelier challenge, for example, which, you know, and I think part of the problem is as well that I'm going for a a very good rating on this, whereas I really shouldn't be. I should probably just be executing them and leaving. But I'm like, no, nobody will see me. <laughs> but now, you know, I've already been recorded on CCTV. So even after I kill them, I've got to go all the way back downstairs to the cellar to find the, the security office to delete the tape and... Yeah. craziness <laughs> but yeah it's good fun uh mm-hmm. i'm gonna you know obviously i've got the full the full game yeah so yeah, all too. the new all the new extras that are released i'll be dropping in and out and seeing what's available it works for me um i don't think i would have finished the whole game if if it was available to me in its entirety because yeah it, it is quite an undertaking to to take on a new level uh, it's quite daunting, even for someone who's played uh, most of the games. I'm still not very good at it. Well, I mean, if you don't count the tutorial missions, which are like three missions, I think, mm-hmm. um, and then you get Paris, I mean, there's about eight hours of game in there. So the, yeah. fir- the first episode, or, or the first part of the game, is about as long as it took me to finish the reboot of Tomb Raider. Wow. Yeah. Maybe because I'm crap at the game, you know, there's been a lot of wandering around, but at the same time, there is a lot of meat. They're very different games too, so, yeah. I mean, Hitman is definitely a game that you have to sink in hours and hours and hours, just as you mentioned before, observing, studying. If you want to be, if you want to feel good about your playthrough, or you can yeah. just... You can just enter guns blazing and that's it. Well, what I usually do on my first attempt after casing the joint is I will... I will go in, do as best as I can, and then if things got, start going south, I'll pull out the uh, silver ballers and make a hasty escape yeah, if just possible. Cut a path to the exit. Yeah. yeah, which is not always possible. You you don't uh, you're not capable of taking too many hits before getting uh, killed. So yeah, and and like especially in this first level, like everybody from the first floor up is armed with submachine guns. <laughs> yeah. So like even the shooty shooty way. Did you did you see my first assassination, Rob? In no, the, I can't you know the final remember. test. Oh yes, okay, yes, the uh, the plane one, right? Mm, yes, the or jet the, plane one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I snuck in. I was trying to find a sneaky way to dispatch of the guy, mm-hmm. and it turns out that I I saw him walk into his office. I was like, well, I'm just going to see if I'm allowed to walk into his office. Yeah. Open the door, and he had his back to me standing over a table, like looking at maps and stuff and nobody uh, else could see me. So I was just like, right. shit, 
gun, bam, shot him in the back of the head <laughs> and just walked away. Like everybody flipped out because there were other people in the room with him. Oh, okay. But nobody actually saw me execute the kill. Nice. And then I just, you know, wandered off straight over the fence and out. Like, can't believe I got away with that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another game I've been playing, which is completely the opposite to Hitman, as in you can play it for about 30 seconds and uh, it's just complete silliness. There's no reason to think, is Shuchimi. Okay. I don't know if you guys grabbed this on the the PS Plus. This I grabbed week? it, but I haven't I haven't tried it yet. What is it about? Uh, imagine R Type mm-hmm. crossed with McPixel. Oh <laughs> shit! That's wow. <laughs> okay, wasn't expecting that. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's about as 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 sort of accurate as I can get it. Really, it's a side-scrolling shoot 'em up where you play a goldfish with muscle arms. And a gun. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other enemies that come towards you are like uh, aquatic sea life, usually, except like maybe a cat in a submarine, stuff like that. But you get squids, you get laser firing sharks, you get stuff like this. And uh, yeah, basically the levels last for about 30 seconds. It's it's really low-fi pixel art, and the levels last for 30 seconds, okay. and then you get, like, between every round, you get a modifier. You can pick one of three items from a shop, which okay. modifies your next round. Hmm. So you can get stuff that makes, like, the screen flip over, so you're going up and down, like but, but back to front. Uh, so you're coming from the left, uh, from the right instead of the left, and you're also upside down. Uh-huh. Uh, you can get like laser beams you can get one that just makes you cycle through all the weapons in the game as you fire what? Uh, just crazy stuff like this you can get one that makes you small one that makes you big one that makes you slow one that makes the level go at double speed <laughs> oh my god that's insane yeah yeah but the best thing is like it's not that hard because there's only like 10 enemies per level <laughs> okay so you just basically play this crazy ass goldfish firing a gun, taking out like you know like these little crazy sort of twenty thirty second levels to grab a new modifier and go into the next one and see how long you can survive. Basically, that's it. That's the game. Oh, I've seen this game before. It's been out for a few years now. Really? Um, yeah, it. on three sixty. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it was on indie games. Ah. <laughs> okay. It yes. wasn't the best showcase, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, 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 that's probably why I never heard of no, it before. No. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but uh, right. yeah, it's very good. It's very funny. Uh, okay. And again, you can play it for literally three minutes and stop. <laughs> I'll give it a try. Is it PlayStation 3 or 4? It's uh, 4 and Vita, I believe. Oh, 4 mm-hmm. and Vita. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll give it a look then. Now you got me interested. I am interested in... Checking in with you, Bob, on XCOM 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> XCOM 2. Uh, I've been playing that for the past few days over stream, and mm-hmm. um, every mission that I make is a lot more exciting than the previous one. It's, it's pretty much the same as XCOM 1, as you yeah. know. You've, you've played it on following February, and it was really exciting to watch mm. you do it. But um, this, this new story and this new 
operative classes and things makes it feel like a completely new game. So uh, it's so hard to talk about it. Um, <laughs> what can I say? Um, essentially, you start over. Let's say you start over XCOM again. Yeah. You have your classical bullet weapons and such. You have a brand new base to take care of. And um, the the difference is that instead of having a regular place where you have your base, because the XCOM command is illegal now, because, yeah, the, the, this XCOM 2 is set like 20 or 25 years in the future where you apparently failed to hold the alien invasion in XCOM 1. Right. And uh, aliens have taken over. And uh, apparently humanity is happy because, yeah, after all, it seems that aliens have brought in progress and they've brought in uh, new genetic uh, therapy. They've brought in their medicines. Uh, longevity is like, longer than ever for humanity. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the, the ulterior motive is that in fact, aliens are just harvesting humans for an army. <laughs> so, right. Like brainwashing them, modifying their, their genes so they have the best of humans and the best of aliens. And they've created this small army of peacekeepers on Earth. And um, I guess that they plan to just take over the rest of the galaxy like that. I don't know. The thing is, what happens is that you have to take back Earth. And uh, you have a mobile base now because you're supposed to be underground, low profile all the time, so you have to keep moving. Like, yeah, you're resistance. Yeah, you're the resistance now, so you cannot stay in, in one place. And uh, apparently this, this mobile base is a formal, former alien ship, so it's full of alien tech that you are supposed to be clearing up in order for you to be able to build new facilities. Base management is like that. Instead of like digging a site, you just clear rooms, existing rooms from alien tech that is no longer usable. Mm -hmm. And then you put your, your rooms in there. But um, mission-wise, it's pretty much the same thing. So you get, you're giving a few objectives. You're giving a squad of four men or women that you send over to missions and you can name them and customize them as, as you want. The customization looks way more than in the first one. Like I had Maggie, Maggie's voice seemed very, very like very close to being spot on. Like yeah. Spanish, the same it uh, has, yeah, tone. I, this is, this is something that I missed on the previous XCOM because if you had the, the game in English on the previous XCOM, then all of your soldiers would speak English. But right. let's say that right now you have a French soldier, an Italian soldier, a Spanish soldier. You can actually choose whether they want to speak one of the available languages where the game has been dubbed on, you know? Right, right. So my Spanish soldiers speak Spanish. And uh, most of you speak English, of course. But UK English, they actually make the distinction between UK English and American English. Oh, right. Okay. So that's another layer. And even Australian English, there's a, a few voice packs for that. It just it just leads to you being far more attached to each of your soldiers, yes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could spend more time customizing a soldier than in an actual mission with him. So, <laughs> especially when I do it on stream, yeah. and, I, and I ask someone in the chat that is watching, hey, do you want me to create a soldier out of you? Okay, yeah, then give me your name, 
uh, surname that you want to put it, uh, what kind of hairstyle you wanted to bring a helmet, <laughs> what kind of armor, colors, uh, pattern for the weapon, the attitude of the soldier even. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's super deep. And then they die five minutes after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I spend hours making soldiers and, and then they die so easily. <laughs> well, after the crass and careless way that uh, Rob abandoned my oh, life come, a couple come times on, in his dreams, have I, I died, Bob? Uh, what? Have I died? That's all <laughs> no. I want to know. Actually, you're one of my top soldiers right now. Yes, man. I like you're, you. Rob, you're, you're my out. heavy weapons. You're my heavy weapons guy. Yeah, you, I guess you started trying harder in XCOM 2, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, after the first three deaths or whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I can, I'm going to tell you what happened, right? So the only ones that are dead from our group is basically just Earl. Because <laughs> um, it was a mission where I was supposed to be saving um, hostages. Not hostages, but civilians. So you're, you're dropped in a location that is being attacked by aliens and there's a lot of civilians running around. And you just have to take your soldier next to them in order to save them, right? So I got Earl close to one of them. But not close enough. It was like one or two squares away. Mm-hmm. And on that very same turn, this this civilian turned into a monster that came to him and slapped him all the life out of him. Mm-hmm. So it was just a single action. So you, I was getting close to the civilian to save him, then transform, got close, slap, and I couldn't even do anything about it. Because it was a one-hit kill. I could not even revive him or heal him. Nothing. It was Yikes. dead on arrival, so to speak. Yeah, and um, (laughs) the rest of you are alive. Uh, I think Rob is still alive because he's been captured. (laughs) But I'll never be the same again. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm curious. I'm curious if I will have the chance to rescue this soldier, and if I do, I'm curious to see what kind of if have if there has been any kind of modifications, because the story is letting you know that you know they are tampering with humans all along and brainwashing and i don't know maybe they gave rob some super nice implants that i can just hack into and then we got back a nicely enhanced soldier <laughs> or maybe not or maybe just he's just gone forever <laughs> and he's just used against me in on another mission and that's it i guess we will have to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> but it's going well it's going well so far i've had a few casualties but not too many and I'm starting to get short on time because the main objective of the game is to stop the aliens to finish the what they call the Avatar project. I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but it's bad. Uh, they, it's some sort of massive weapon or program where they enslave humanity forever. And uh, when you pass days by researching, doing things here and there, the Avatar project just gets progress. You have a progress bar that you have to keep an eye on. If it reaches 100%, you lose the game. You have to start over. Yikes. So yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, at the moment, the way it is, is I think it's like 60%. So I'm starting to run out of time, and I'm not really sure exactly how to stop it. Because the key missions that I can do, maybe I can take them on right now, but I couldn't before. I was too weak by then. So maybe now with with the fancy new armor that Tom has or the the super sniper skills that Stu has, maybe 
we can stand a chance against the mechs that I encounter on this mission. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I plan to do this on the Go Play That channel. Okay. On on YouTube gaming. So I'm going to be streaming my advances over of this game, and I encourage everyone to come and see. And uh, I don't know, maybe if you want a soldier named after you, just say so in the chat. Would be nice. I I hope to eventually find back Rob <laughs> alive. <laughs> alive, but maybe maybe never the same man that he was before he went into that alien probing facility. It really sucks because he was my only medic. So it, it's taking a bit to replace him. <laughs> well, that's something. Yeah, but really yeah. bad. He's alive. He's alive. So it's he's fine. alive. It's a win. I know he's alive. You know? But I don't know where. Yeah, at least he's <laughs> not appearing on my memorial building section. <laughs> so he's alive somewhere. <laughs> Just looking forward to, to finding him sometime. Well, it's not that you would never hear if I was actually alive. Is it possible that I could be dead already? Um, I guess. I don't know, to be honest. I haven't really had the chance. You were my very first and only captured soldier right now. Right. So I have no idea if it's, if it's yeah. going to be the case that I just get noticed, oh, this, this soldier is dead now. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> or if, if he just... Uh, until then, until that happens, I'm just going to assume that he's alive somewhere. You know, yeah. you know, Rob is going to be the last boss, don't you? Like some hideous <laughs> human alien hybrid be. with nineteen willies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, horrific. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the image. Yeah, yeah, you can have that one for free. I've got loads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So it's it's more XCOM though, basically. It's more XCOM, and it's it's. I find it better than the previous one. Right. Because because everything is a lot more intuitive a lot more intuitive than the previous one uh controls are a lot better uh we used to have a problem at least i used to have a problem when i was playing keyboard and mouse on xcom one that when targeting grenades or something like that it was a nightmare to properly throw it and Mm -hmm. calculate this is completely fixed so it's smooth it's really easy to aim at something and know the possible effect of things it's yeah all those hard edges that XCOM 1 had have been ironed out. And the new classes are really interesting for me to to try them out and understand it better. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really fun game and I'm having a blast with it. I, I will keep playing it and it's gonna it's gonna keep me busy for a while. Is it though? Because Dark Souls 3 is coming out. Yeah, I mean true. Dark Souls 3 is coming out, but it's a completely different genre. So Dark Souls 3 is not the kind of game that I can just jump in and play for several hours without blinking, because then I will just throw my controller at the screen and break it. <laughs> it's, the, it's the opposite for me. I need to play in long stretches, because plucking up the courage to go in is enough. For is, Dark Souls, yeah, you mean? Is to, yeah, for, for Dark Souls, for Bloodborne. Mm. I've played... I've tried um, Dark Souls 1, 2, and Bloodborne. Mm. Never tried Demon Souls. Okay. Bloodborne's the only one I finished. It was friendlier, but it still uh, took me quite some courage to, to, to fire it up and get in into it because I was just scared of <laughs> sort of the, the difficulty and uh, worrying that I'd bounce off it. That's, but, uh, that's the same for me as well. Like I don't yeah. generally play uh, 
I don't play Bloodborne. I, I got to the guy on top of the church tower with the Gatling gun mm-hmm. and stopped there because, again, you know, I, I'm the same as you, Rob. I think that you need at least an hour in that game. Like, if you're not prepared to sit down for at least an hour and play, there's no point switching it on. Yeah, but uh, I have the same problem, you know? I mean, when I when I play Dark Souls, when I play Bloodborne, I do play in long sessions, but it happens to me very, very often. It happened to me with Bloodborne until last week. That's two minutes to convince me to get back to it. I had a six-month break of Bloodborne <laughs> because the frustration just piled up. I can't remember exactly what... Oh, yeah, I remember now. I was at a certain area that I could just not progress on because the moment you land into this area you get PvP invasions coming to you all the time. So it's not only the enemies that hamper your progress, it's also the enemy players that won't leave you alone at all. Yeah. So that made me super, super frustrated, and I have to leave the game for several months <laughs> because the mere thought of booting up Bloodborne made me angry. <laughs> just, yeah. just for me to face this area again. Well, my, but, my yeah. cousin has just finished Bloodborne, Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it for him for Christmas as like the worst Christmas gift you could ever give to somebody. <laughs> uh, to he just enemies. got the PS4 for Christmas, so I gave him a pair, of, like a, a good headset and a <laughs> and a copy of Bloodborne. And he finished it. He finished yeah. it in March. Like he really, you know, took his time, learned how the systems worked, went into it. I mean, the guy is like eighteen, you know, wow, and okay. he's just patiently plodding away finding his way through and he finished it and then he said like oh i've started dark souls one because i really want to see you know more games in this series a couple of days later i get a message like right fuck this game (laughs) seriously screw it it's like i needed to go somewhere like open a door which would stop me having to walk around half the map to get back like a shortcut so i killed the guy that had the key for the door only to find out that guy was the only guy that can remove a curse off me. Oh my god. Something like that. So he's basically screwed the rest of his game up. He's about 10 hours in and he's screwed himself so completely because basically now he's got this curse and the only person that could help him, he murdered for a key. (laughs) (laughs) He could have probably bought the key from him though. (laughs) I don't know, I don't know, but uh, like I say, because I've never, apart from, I mean, Bloodborne's the only one of the series that I've actually touched, mm-hmm. and I'm only on, like, what, the second area of that game? Like, I, I just find it far too stressful, especially, you know, you've, you've had a nice long day at work, you get home, you think, I know, I'll play some video games to relax. Bloodborne it is. No, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I mean... Normally it's Maggie the one who tells me, "Yeah, you should you should play Bloodborne," and then I tell her, "Okay, yeah, let's do that." And after half an hour, she gets upset because I get frustrated. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not not anymore. It used to happen, but yeah, before it was like, "Oh, but don't get frustrated," and it's like, "Oh, stop breathing or something." It's it's gonna be easier for me. I don't know. It's it's just yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this happens. I mean, this is the effect that Bloodborne has on people. And uh, now that I got back to it with Stu, we're playing mm-hmm. it daily. We yeah. we we managed to beat the the vanilla game, and we are now going through the Old Hunters DLC, which is even harder than the than the base game. Yeah, if that's what can, I heard. Yeah, if you can't believe it, you're on the level, harder. right? 
Um, I was very underleveled, yes. But I'm somehow faring okay. Without any help, I cannot fight the bosses, but I can, I, I, I'm, a, I'm strong enough to just explore around, which is right. okay. Normally it was like, oh my god, you encounter any enemy, you're dead. But I, I grew up a little bit on level on the, on the exploration of the DLC, and I'm now doing a lot better. And now Stu and I are stuck on the final boss. That he's just rinsing at every time. This, uh, I think it was, was it yesterday? Yeah. No, it was this morning, actually. Yeah. This morning, <laughs> Stu and I were, were streaming, and we were actually doing a pretty good run against the final boss, and on the critical, most critical moment, Stu lost connection. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Stu lost connection and left me uh, to fight the boss by myself. And I was doing really well, you know? I was like, maybe left the boss 20% down or something like that. And just the wrong sidestep cost me my life. Mm. Just the wrong sidestep. That was the single most tense experience in Blood 1 I ever had. <laughs> but it makes for a good highlight, so. <laughs> <laughs> so all's well that ends well, basically. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I still, despite all my ranting and venting and frustration, I still love that game. And I'm really looking forward for Dark Souls 3. Mm. Yeah, you're Which wrong. Getting. I'm a masochist. Yes, you are a wrong one, that's for sure. There's something mm. else that comes out on the same day, though, so I'm not going to be even looking at Dark Souls. What is? All the new content for the Division drops. Oh, yeah, I heard. You're on right. the same day. Oh, yeah. We have to continue with that, Rob. We do. We mm. we had a long-ish session yeah. a few days ago, but yeah, we need to get on that because uh, Tom and Stu have finished... Pretty much all there is, right? Yeah, well, we're still doing the, the Dark Zone stuff. Where trophy-wise, we're ninety-four percent now. Okay. I need to. I need to do a challenging mission. I've never just had like two hours straight when Stu's been available as well that we can go in. Um, and we need to kill twenty rogue agents. Oh, okay. Which uh, are they easy to encounter? Rogue agents. Depends on the time of day. I mean, obviously, like any online game, the, the, the sort of sensible times are when people are playing. You know, if you do it at 6 o'clock in an afternoon, you'll generally find the after-work crowd is on. Hmm. You know, Saturday afternoon, there's a lot of people there. Last Sunday, I think me and Stu had a good run. Um, and we had, like, a running feud with a pair that, like, they killed us because they, they came up as, like, friendly-friendly. But the, the, this is the kicker in the division. You can't open fire on somebody. You can be like 90% sure that they're going to turn rogue on you. But if you but shoot first, then you go rogue. Exactly. Mm. So that's the that's the problem we had. They came up to us like saluting, doing all the sort of, you know, emo, emoticons or whatever you're called to, to... Jumping jacks. The emotes. Yeah, the jumping jacks and stuff. We're like, oh, cool. These guys are friendly. As soon as we turn their back, it's like sniper rifle in the back of the spine. And, you know, it's very hard to recover from that. And then they killed us, and then we hunted them down. Um, so, yeah, it's you You can encounter them, but killing 20 is, is a bit of an ask. Yeah, I see. Because nobody ever seems to be alone. <laughs> well, of course not. Yeah, I mean, if you're a rogue hunter alone or a rogue agent alone, then you're, you're just a big red target. Exactly, and you can't you can't open fire on somebody to make them go rogue. Mm. So you either you either find people who are going rogue purposefully because they've got really good stuff, 
or that are working in pairs and are not going rogue, you know. But yeah, the new all the new content looks pretty good. So Stu and I'll be probably looking at that on the streams. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see your Dark Souls progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. cuz I'm never going to play it. Sounds like there's going to be three of us on it this next week uh in in different amounts. Um I'm going to be on PC, Bob and Stu are going to be on PS4. So we'll have impressions from different platforms. Different yeah. platforms, yeah. Uh, with different different levels of experience and to a certain extent interest. I know Stu is a huge fan of the series, so yeah, yeah. uh but could the, be the expert opinion. This is how much Division's got him hooked though. He says that he's gonna leave Dark Souls to play Division instead. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. Yeah. It's got him it's got its hooks into him pretty badly. Hmm. So <laughs> But yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff coming out. Uh you know, we've still got Hyperlight Drifter to finish. Mm-hmm. Me and you, Rob. Yes. And I've got Assault Android Cactus to S plus every round. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy as well. You you, you kind of like the shooter mumps, don't you, Rob? Are you are you a sort of bullet hell type guy? I thought. No, I think Earl's into him more. Okay, I'll recommend it to Earl then. There's another one I picked up, which I've been meaning to pick up for a while, but I haven't booted it yet. Is um, Death Ray Manta. I heard the name okay. before, but I don't know what it's about. I will Google it. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like a really cool little uh, sort of bullet hell twin stick thing, and uh, it's two pounds on Steam. Okay. So jobs are good and really. Mm-hmm. Sell a few cards, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I but yes, that, I, I'll probably have my thoughts about that next week. Nice. So, cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, definitely some. Th- yeah, for sure. We'll have more thoughts on Dark Souls Three Division. Free DLC and maybe some Hyperlight Drifter uh, closing thoughts next week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And cool. maybe some Hitman closing thoughts if I can get through this damn Oh, level. yes, of course. <laughs> cool. Uh, if you want to email us and uh, ask us a question for us to go over on air, then you can hit us up at podcast at goplaythat.com. Yes. And uh, we'll see you. We'll be streaming on YouTube Gaming all week. So find us on there. Indeed. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.